Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yep, it's Liz, as in everyone talks to Liz. I hope you guys are doing well. Boy, has this pandemic really shown a light on the things and people that we might have taken for granted, but now everything's kind of been put into real perspective. I don't know if you feel that, but I know that we'll come out of this stronger than ever and we'll learn to stop and smell the roses and love them thorns and all. This week's guest went from working in her family's plumbing and lighting shops in Canada to creating a multi-million dollar luxury rose company that's spreading joy and actually comforting people around the world through both good and bad times. Venus et Fleurs, have you heard of them? It's known for their gorgeous rose bouquets that last for a year and have gained organic endorsements from, of all people, the Kardashians, Gigi Hadid, the supermodel, and many, many more. But you don't need them. All you need is me to tell you about Venus and Fleur co-founder Seema Bansal. Welcome to Everyone Talks to Liz, Seema. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Liz. I'm excited to chat with you. How are you guys holding up? You know, we're we're trying to stay positive during this time. I think um, it's super uncertain. Um We've had to make a lot of shifts and pivots um, with, you know, a lot of things that we were planning, um, but we are staying positive um, and our entire team is safe. Our, mm-hmm. our corporate team is working from home and then our facility and distribution is following all the CDC guidelines and above just to make sure that everyone is safe and that things are still moving along. You are a classic case of a small business that was at the point of growing and vibrating and so many things happening. And then the coronavirus happened. But it hasn't been all uncertain for you, right? I mean, you are seeing an uptick in sales, correct? Yeah, I think because so many people are social distancing, they're missing their loved ones um, and missing their special occasions like their birthdays, anniversaries. Um, So we've actually seen uh, a bit of a high demand, um, an increase in delivery so that people can share joy and love with um, people that they care for most. Well, let's get to the actual company and and the beginning of your story, because, I mean, first, you had me at these roses last for a year (laughs) and they don't look fake, everybody. I've seen them. So let's get to where it all began. Your parents emigrated from, is it Punjab, India to Vancouver? When was that and what made them decide to leave their country? So my parents immigrated from Punjab, India in the 80s, um, you know, just to to create a better life for themselves. Um, and, you know, my father particularly, he started, um, you know, working a few odd jobs um, in like the labor field. So he had a plumbing background in India and, and kind of brought that with him to Canada. Um, and he was working like, for an hour jobs, um, Mm -hmm. eventually was laid off from that job that he was actually, you know, depending his income on. And he decided, you know, I, he wanted to be an entrepreneur and that he wanted to start his own company. So he, uh, you know, took all the money that he had saved up as well as, um, asked for, you know, a loan from friends and family, um, and opened up his own kind of plumbing and hardware shop, if you will. That's kind of like the beginning phase of the company. Uh-huh. Um, and he was he started off doing more of those service calls um, 
and you know, he, he, it started off, but it wasn't um, extremely successful, nor was it picking up. And he was getting really um, anxious. And um, eventually, he even ended up hurting himself on a job site. And what happened with that was he literally couldn't go to job sites um, and do any work. So he was really scared that he was going to have to shut the business down. So a friend of his suggested that my father get into sales because he was a really uh, eloquent talker and he <laughs> really could. Um, he he my, my my dad truly can sell anything. He's really good at um, explaining and being detailed. So um, he suggested he get into sales and that he would help him, you know, get a few accounts. And that's what my dad ended up doing. He pivoted the entire business model and reshaped what his company was going to look like. And that's what we still do to this day is we do retail sales uh, for plumbing, uh, lighting, and kitchen where um, that's all like luxurious, perfect for new build interior designer customers and, um, and builders. When did you catch the entrepreneurial bug? Obviously, you were watching and, and living vicariously through him, both through the the peaks and valleys of, of his attempt at really starting a business. And what did you learn from that? At what age? Yeah. So, um, you know, I think I was just always inspired by my dad. He's self-made. He created the life he wanted for himself and for his family um, and became extremely successful. Um but, you know, he also instilled a, an amazing business acumen in my in my siblings and I. Like every Saturday since I was like 14 years old, I had to work at the store. And he made us, you know, do customer service. He made us sell toilets. He made us, um, <laughs> you know, um, even do purchasing and, and, and really do anything that we could to clean up the store, open the store. It was our responsibility on Saturdays. Um, and I think that just taught us a whole lot about um, how to run a company. Um, and he really instilled like family in it, um, family, um, you know, the, the importance of family. Mm-hmm. So And work ethic, and work my gosh. <laughs> but how do you go from that, selling toilets to selling roses? I mean, talk about two ends of the, the spectrum here. You know, get to the story of, of Venus et Fleur. And, and I'm sure our listeners have probably, I guess, had an experience when it comes to ordering flowers where what they ended up getting was not what was marketed to the person who was sending the flowers. Yes, absolutely. So um, my journey began with Venus Afler with my co-founder, um, who is also my husband. Um, at that time was my very new boyfriend. Um, we were living <laughs> in two different countries. He was living in New York. He's from here. And, and I was living in Vancouver. I was actually working at the store that day at the plumbing store. And um, he sent me flowers on Valentine's Day. What he had ordered was not what I received. So I ended up ten- sending him a picture of what I received you know, thanking him for his gesture. Um, and he was extremely disappointed because, you know, what he had paid for was exactly, was completely opposite of what I received, um, which started a conversation. Um, and we realized that multiple people had gone through this experience after like reading reviews and, and just talking to other people that we knew, um, that you're trying to send this gesture across, you're trying to impress someone or congratulate someone. And what is sent is, completely opposite of what you've ordered and also kind of makes you look bad in a way. Um, 
And that's how he was feeling. He's like, I'm not cheap. Like I really spent all this time to buy you a beautiful arrangement. And so, you know, that the the idea brewed from that experience. Um, so we decided that we should be the ones to fix this problem and disrupt the floral industry. And that's kind of what we set to do. But uh, the, disrupting the floral industry, there have been so many attempts. 1-800-Flowers, all these other companies that promise we do it differently but you took it a quantum leap forward in that not only did you come up with a way to disrupt it, you came up with flowers that last a year. You've got to explain to our listeners in, in detail how that's done because they don't look fake and they look beautiful. But there, there's obviously, I'm not asking you to give away your state secrets or anything, but you've got to explain how the process works. Yeah, absolutely. So um, just to kind of rewind that story a bit, Sunny and I's biggest, um, you know, goal was that we would be able to ship our flowers worldwide. And that was something mm. that we had set from the beginning when we were writing our business plan, that these flowers should be received anywhere. If you're in London and you want to send to Hong Kong, you should be able to do that. So that was kind of the beginning steps. We had started working with a farm in Ecuador um, and they have two sectors of their farm. We were buying from the, the main sector at the time. Um, and we wanted, like I said, we were testing um, and we were sending out flowers to friends and family to see if, you know, our concept was proven. And obviously, um, you know, things didn't work out in the beginning. Um, we had sent out flowers at, to multiple different locations throughout the U.S. to friends and family. And what they had received was basically wilted flowers, dead flowers, or, you know, kind of like messed up flowers, if you will. We ended up going back to our farm and explaining, you know, what we were trying to achieve. Um, and they have a biochemist in-house. Um, so we worked with the biochemist to explain to, that we wanted to increase the longevity of the flowers. And they actually already had a treatment that they could treat the flowers with. Um, so together we perfected the, the eternity solution um, to create our eternity roses. And basically what it does is it's like a wax-based solution. It stops the, the growth of the flower in its most peak state. Um, mm -hmm. And we're able to actually dye them any sort of color so we can remove the color so that uh, of the flowers. So let's say it's growing red. We can remove it with this non-toxic bleach and then we can dye it any sort of color in the Pantone book. And the interesting thing about the, the solution is it actually doesn't affect the texture, the shape, or even the scent. Like the, the, the flowers actually still have their scent at the end. So it is um, pretty remarkable. And like, you know, you mentioned they last up to a year and they don't need water. You really don't have to do anything. You just have to make sure they're away from the sunlight and heat and humidity. So it's pretty incredible. And, um, you know, after we had taken over the rights of that solution and that flower, um, and we still work with this farm to this day, just to add, um, we ended up going to market with it. And, um, you know, that's been our, that's been part of our business ever since. So how did you get people to notice what you were doing? I mean, you've got supermodels, you've got the reality stars and the Kardashians, a lot of celebs. What did you do to get attention? 
Yeah. So we, um, you know, started socially on Instagram, posting our flower arrangements and, um, you know, luckily in the very beginning started seeing traction just organically through customers. Um, and our very first Valentine's day, we ended up selling out. We didn't project properly and ended up, you know, selling out all of our inventory. But a few days before that, um, we were, we were, um, uh, contacted by the Kardashians team and they were saying that they really loved our flowers and they would love to, you know, see them in person. So that obviously was extremely exciting and enticing. So we sent out flower arrangements to their entire family. Um, and so on Valentine's day, you know, it's myself, my husband, Sonny, his brother, and a friend of mine were kind of just sitting and reflecting over the holiday and, my friend is scrolling through Instagram and she goes, Oh my God, Seema, stop. Courtney Kardashian just posted Venus A. Flair. Like, take a look at this. So all of us are jumping, we're like screaming, we're so happy. Two minutes later, not even two minutes later, Chloe posts. And it was just so I still remember the 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 feeling like it was yesterday. We were just so excited. And um you know, our phones kept ringing, emails were pouring in, our following just went skyrocketed high. Um, and, you know, ever since then, I think it really created that validation. And um, we've seen a lot of, you know, influencers, VIPs and celebrities kind of um, also support. And the Kardashians luckily have been huge supporters since the very beginning. Their, their entire family has, um, you know, used our services. So we're really thankful for that. Oh, you know, sometimes that's all you need is just, it's so different these days, spreading word of mouth. It's word of Instagram, really. We're not done yet. We'll be back in a moment. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listen Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clayman. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clayman right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clayman. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm interested to know about the colors. You said you can remove the color of a bright red rose with this uh, non-toxic bleach, mm-hmm. and then you can make it any color that the customer desires. Tell me some of the wild colors <laughs> you've made for roses. So we have a 28-color palette um, that we currently offer. Um, and within those colors, we have black roses, we have rose gold, we have like rainbow roses. You're kidding. Yeah, super fun and like, you know, you can really create a, an arrangement to whatever mood you're feeling. And the customer is really the designer. They go on the website and they can design whatever they want. We have tons of custom options. So if you want to do like a letter or heart, or if you want to create like 
um, you know, a dome shape, like there's really anything that you can create on our site. And it's really exciting. Um, and in terms of the solution, it's a non-toxic bleach. Usually our roses in our farm are grown red. So in order to make sure that each flower looks unison, we actually have to remove the color and then we can dye it so that there's no imperfections on the flower. And of course, everything is natural, but that is, that's really important to our process so that things look really perfect. So my whole wedding was done in sterling silver roses. And, and for those of you who don't know, they're lavender and they're rare and they don't always come out since then, because my husband always tries to find me sterling silver roses on Valentine's Day or my birthday. But, you know, when you talk about what different colors actually mean, red, we know means love, but what are some of the other colors, for example, white or yellow and what they signify? Yeah. So white roses are perfect, um, honestly, because they look great anywhere, but they're, um, you know, their symbolism is purity and uh, cleansingness um, and serenity. Those are some of the words that are used um, to describe white roses. Yellow roses are, um, you know, a little bit different. They they equal happiness um, and positivity. So if you, you want to bring, you know, uh, joy to somebody through color, yellow is a great way to do that. Can you tell me, though, you talked about some of the challenges that you faced building the company. And those sound like typical challenges. And here we are facing the coronavirus where your retail stores have had to close. Mm -hmm. You were supposed to open one in LA. That's been put on hold for the moment. Has anything you encountered while building the company match the challenge that you face with this? And you're not alone because a lot of retail has had to absolutely shutter. Yeah, I think, um, you know, anyone I've kind of chatted with in, in the business field there, everyone's kind of had to pivot their, um, their plans. And I always talk about this quote, like God laughs at your plans because you can't really make a plan. It's, it's really up to, um, uh, the universe on how that's going to work. But I think, um, you know, this has affected everybody in, um, you know, all different types of ways. Um, we're just trying to be really positive um, and work with our team, our employees and our community. Um, so recently we, we decided we were going to send out 300 Lamini arrangements to healthcare workers to just bring a little more into their lives as they're putting their lives on the line to keep us safe. Um, you know, and then, if I could rewind back to kind of a, a moment when I felt really, um, you know, defeated, it was probably during, um, you know, the time that we couldn't ship our flowers or a time where um, we weren't prepared for a, a large spike of sales and then, you know, couldn't control that or, or, or what have you. But I think ultimately you get through it and you come out stronger and I think that that's what's going to happen with this is we're going to all come out stronger than ever. Um, and I've already seen just such beautiful um, things happen with humanity. Everyone's trying to support each other and uh, uplift each other. It's honestly been really beautiful to watch. Oh, I, I, I'm telling you, it has been amazing. And it makes you almost, uh, you know, reestablish your hope and in, in joy and belief in, in the goodness of people. I think it's wonderful what you both are doing and what you've built. And we wish you the 
best of luck. And I don't want to end without reading a poem my producer, Tanya Joseph, came up with. You ready? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially for you guys. Roses are red, violets are blue. People are working so hard on the front lines trying to protect you. So with one gesture, tickle their noses with beautiful, thoughtful Venus Fleur roses. Oh, I love that. You like it? I love it. Well, we kind of we kind of collaborated on it, but uh, she came up with the first part. We <laughs> came up with the second. Good luck to you and Sunny. Thank you so much, Liz. This is wonderful. Oh, it's great. I can't wait to order some. Seema Bansal is the co-founder of Venus A. Fleur. Check them out. And we wish you all happiness. Stop and smell the roses, even if you can't even leave your home right now. Try and cling to what's good in your life at the moment, even if it feels terrible. Just know that there's so many people right now who are going through even more difficult times. I just interviewed the CEO of MGA Entertainment. They're the company behind... um, LOL surprise dolls. That that was the hit during Christmas for kids, right? And Bratz dolls. Isaac Larian is the CEO. He's amazing. His aunt has died of coronavirus. His cousin is in critical condition right now in the hospital on a ventilator. And yet he's turned his company into a shipping mechanism for personal protective clothing, everything, the masks, etc. He's turned some of his toys into masks for first responders. And it's just one of many different ways that entrepreneurs and businesses like Venus A. Fleur, like MGA Entertainment, and so many others are pitching in to help. So with that, I will say thanks so much for tuning in to Everyone Talks to Liz. And uh, heck, I'm still working Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, watching these crazy markets. So Come hang out with me if you, you're just stuck home and you're thinking, I need a little bit of some sunshine. The redhead has it for you. Have a great day if you can, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>